Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am truly so excited today because I have Lawson McDonald here. He is just one of the members of the Hockey Guys. He's one of the co-creators. He's also a really smart businessman, and I am excited to have him here. Um, and I'm going to turn it over to him and let him introduce himself. For sure. Thanks, Danielle, for having me on. I appreciate that nice intro. <laughs> um, so yeah, like you said, I am, my name is Lost McDonald, and I had started the Hockey Guys on TikTok, and I'm one of the creators for them as well. So me and my friends right now are uh, just kind of growing that brand together through TikTok, Instagram, and we have kind of been doing it as we started college hockey. Now we're out of college hockey, so we're kind of transitioning what we're doing together. And that is a brief summary of kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, very cool. And you guys just came out, um, love the new merch and the black hoodies and the new branding and everything. What is what is this new season, the season two of what you guys are calling the mm -hmm. hockey guys? What are you guys mm -hmm. looking forward to with it? Yeah, so what we kind of like thought about the way our brand is, was that we started this thing when we were playing college hockey and we were teammates and student athletes. And that was kind of our story of what a lot of people followed along with at the very beginning for the first year and a half. Right. Um, and then we were seniors when that happened. So when that changed and we graduated school and a lot of us stopped playing hockey, a couple of them actually are continuing to play pro, but some aren't. And we kind of, it was kind of like, well, we still like are like the hockey guys, right? But we're just not yeah. playing anymore. And we wanted to make sure I, or even when we were playing that our identity wasn't just for hockey players, but we're just like right. friends that play hockey. And we wanted to showcase a lot of our content outside of that. Yeah. So going back to what this transition is, is that this is kind of like the life after hockey. This is what a lot of college players go through is that they finish and then what's next. And a lot of times the fans and the people that watch, they don't stick around for like what's yeah. actually after the game. So yeah. that's kind of what we want to transition and show and keep the journey going of that. This is our chapter two. Yeah. This is what we're doing now after college hockey is done and sure. how we transition into the real world. And for us, we want to, keep our brand going still through that and hopefully that we can keep a good journey and story for people that enjoyed our college hockey days into nice. our like after that days yeah. too as one of the co-creators has it felt like a whirlwind for you guys and just all of the things that you've gotten to experience i mean you got to go to the nhl classic the winter classic this year getting to go down to florida and do all of the cool stuff with tampa for the stanley cup like is it just truly been like chaos and just you're just getting swept up all into it? I, I think looking back at it now, it kind of is because it was like our first trip that we had started on our spring break when we went yeah. to the Islanders game and then yes. uh, Chicago, Columbus and uh, Nashville. Yeah. And that was the start of it. And then I, like looking back ever since then, it's like every month we've done either one or two things nice. like similar to it. Yeah. So now, yeah, looking back, it's like, wow, we've actually, it's only been like four months since we graduated, yeah. but we've done a lot of crazy stuff since then, yeah. which has been a lot of fun, but it has been really busy. I'm glad we got to experience all those things. So yeah. it was something that, you know, in the summer, 
we're going home, but we needed to do something still. Yeah. It would have just been a complete drop off. Right. Right. Um, and that, that's what's hard about summer too with us is we all live in different parts of the country. Yeah. We all have different family situations and everything like that. Everyone needs to go home. Right. Um, but somehow we still need to continue like something, right? So we right. had to figure out how we were going to plan trips, how we we're going to like um, get together and try to connect things as best we can through the summer. Yeah. When, and until the time we do get back together. Now you are not in school for business or anything like, like you were, got your degree in exercise physiology. You're going to get your master's degree in kinesiology. You have a really creative business mind. Have you always been a, like a business person that you just truly understand it? Is it something that you just find super a creative outlet in? I think that it was, I think it's kind of comes back to a little bit of how like being a, like a hockey player in a yeah. sense where I'm, I'm kind of competitive. I'm kind of anything that I do, I do try to learn about it a lot because I want to be the best at it in a sense, yeah. like just how I grew up playing hockey. I always wanted to be like find ways to train more or get an edge, right? So I could be the best on my team and reach like goals I had. So I didn't think about business hardly at all, even when I was going to school. And then when this hockey guys thing started, I started to think about social media. And then when that started, then when we started to sell things and when we started to, um, when I just started learning more of that space of being yeah. like a creator, that's kind of what actually made me like kickstart that thought of like, wow, I actually really need to learn about business. I didn't take it into school. So I felt behind and I just felt like ever since I started, I just needed to catch up because if I don't, then like, how can we run this thing? Right. um, If I don't know what I'm doing and a lot of it, whether you're a creator, uh, like any space you're in it, you have to, you understand the basics of like marketing and business. It it helps a lot what you do. And not only are you doing a lot in the content creation? You're behind the camera. You're doing a lot of the editing, but you also have your own platforms, which you're sharing tips. You're sharing what things look like from your perspective when you're traveling and creating this content. Where do you find the creativity and the inspiration in all of this? Uh, I find it a lot from other people on TikTok. I think that I get inspired by other people a lot. So if I have, first of all, like I can kind of weigh like my strengths and who I am as a person. It's like, I'm not going to personally have um, like content like Noah Beck or Bryce Hall on my TikTok. So like I can kind of weed out some of the options that way where I'm not looking at the whole field here that I got to pick from. Um, so I just kind of take notes as like, oh, I love this guy way he created that. Like right. I get really inspired and then I'm like, I kind of want to make content like that. And that's yeah. how I want my videos to kind of frame and be like, um, and with that, I think I do try to lean into my skill set. The fact that I enjoy editing, yeah. um, and maybe like even like camera angles and stuff okay. like that kind of enjoy like the little details of it. So when I go on a trip, I have fun, like like how many different angles can I shoot this or what would look good in this TikTok? And then I get to pick an audio for it. And it's like, okay, what are these other creators like audios using? And then I pick it and then I can like edit it to the beat and like be creative with it. So I, I think that's my strong suit, which leans into why I like 
create that kind of content too. Do you have in your favorites in TikTok? Do you have like thousands of videos like me? Oh, I have a lot. I have, I have, so uh, <laughs> I have a lot. I have. I think I'm like so. Like since I even have the hockey guys account too. Yeah. And sometimes I like I'm scrolling through feeds, and sometimes I'm on mine. Sometimes on that one. Um, I probably have 400 in each. I think. Yeah. I, I think I go in there sometimes like, Jesus, I need to like get rid of some of these because I just don't like, they go back so long at the same time. Like, I just don't think they're relevant anymore. Yeah. Um, Oh no. Like I, I remember I actually, the other day was trying to clean them out and I scrolled all the way to the bottom. And it's funny because every video I saw is like, I remember like watching that video and say, it's a cool video. Like I remember kind of saving that and watching it, but it's like, nah, we're never doing this. Like this is so a year ago right it's funny you just don't end up coming back to them or anything because usually I do that to save ideas right I'm like yeah oh great great trend that this person did let's yes. do this with the hockey guys save it then I just like know that I can come back to it um sometimes yeah. I do them sometimes they kind of go away yeah well it's so funny how the trends change like some things to your point are around for a week some things are around for several weeks where you're like oh I've got plenty of time and then when you get back to it, you're like oh this is like long gone mm-hmm. by this point and something else has come in so it's it's crazy the ever-changing world of TikTok and content creation on there um, exactly so funny to see what I find really cool is that you guys have you started with your TikTok and then you've had these several different other branches come down where you've had your merch, you've had the YouTube channel, and then three of you, three of the guys have a podcast. All of these branches didn't happen at one time. Was there something like a strategy to all of this that you guys sat down and were like, okay, these are things we really want to do. And there are other things that are on hold right now. Um, there's a bit of strategy, like if I would go to the podcast, for example, yeah. that happened when we had our, um, like we had started the account and built up a following. Yeah. And then when we went to um, summer, like the first summer that we had yeah. with this account, probably at maybe 400,000 ish followers. And we were, I think we had a strong suit of guys that were good at talking. So we knew we could utilize that some way and podcasts were a cool thing especially that you can do it remotely yeah. when we went into the summer it was more of like what kind of ways can we still um, kind of make content and right. build something because we knew we were gonna have to take a step back in video yeah. and being together but a podcast was kind of a great way something to start something to keep right. people entertained um, build that like brand stories still just while we're apart and I think that was a big reason why it came in for that summer and I think it helped a lot where people could listen um keep stay updated like I jumped on another guy would jump on just talk about like how summer's going um and yeah it was a good way just to keep people in the loop uh while we were apart um but uh with the merch and stuff that was always a project I think we always knew we wanted to do that we looked at the comments and just people's reactions to things. And uh, we have guys, again, that were uh, passionate about more so the design and style yeah. side of things. And it just kind of made sense that we knew that it was wanted and it was something that we kind of wanted to do too. What what does it feel like when you're when you're going to all these NHL games or just all of these events and people are coming up to you and you're like, oh my God, you're the hockey guys. Like it, ever in your mind did that ever come across to you like hey we're gonna get to this point that people are gonna know us and like 
come up to us at these games? I don't think I have a good answer for it. And I always, because I've like thought about it and I don't really know what a good answer for that question really is. Yeah. It feels good. And it's very like, it's like grateful for that, that I can um, experience that and make people like give enjoyment from actually meeting somebody. And for me and like us, it's, you know, we're still the same people that it kind of grew so constantly that you just get to this point where one person does ask for a photo and it's just yeah. a very, uh, it's surprising, but at the same time, it's just rewarding. And it's, uh, it's like another little thing that you get to like an enjoyment factor. It's another added thing that you get to bring somebody, right. Um, just a byproduct of what you've kind of been doing yeah. from social media. So yeah, it's, it's, that's, I guess, the best way I could probably yeah. answer it. No, and it's definitely it, not, not expected. Like, you don't yeah. go into it thinking that you'll yeah. come out talking to people like that in public right. and meeting yeah. new people. But I'm personally, I would say, surprised uh, or shocked by the amount that that does happen for us. Yeah. Just super cool. But I think what's been the cool thing is that so many people have connected with you guys in so many different ways. It, it could be hockey. It could be some of the events that you guys are going to, but it could just be because you guys love to have fun together and do all of the dances and stuff like that. But then you each have all these great stories and things that you guys do, um, especially in the vlog, when you do Austin's, whatever he's cooking up for the week or things like that, like you guys bring entertainment to everybody. So I think there's a connection point for everybody and to go even to add on to that point too was um like you said there's like there's kind of a a funnel for everyone to relate to us some way and i realized that some people that don't even live in america or canada uh they just love it because they really some of them don't even know anything about hockey and they watch your content and find out like that the game almost exists because yeah. we have like people from Brazil that reach out and they don't see any hockey out there, right? It's, yeah. it's very, not a sport that's popular, but that's sometimes their fun part about us is that they get to like, they have yeah. that hockey little twist to it. Yeah. And then well, I met a guy too, and this was like unusual for us is that I met a guy, he was around 30 years old and he was sure. a fan. And I, I just didn't expect that because it was not, right. we usually have the, younger bit younger yeah. more female based and this guy was 30 and he came up and like wanted a photo and like loved what we were doing and I was like oh that was awesome it was just odd so I actually asked them like what is it that we do that you find a connection to because I'm just curious and he said that when he watched her vlogs and her TikToks it was that he he felt uh some sort of connection that when he was in college with his friends and he went through that same thing that we did and it was almost like looking back and living on his past experiences which that's is awesome. a really cool thing that we can bring to people yeah. just by documenting our journey yeah that's awesome I always say all the time my uh my dad was the one who got me into sports and it we're still very much a massive sports household um but he, he had a group of 10 guys as well and they did everything together. And I always say all the time, I'm like, I wish I had more than just photos from back their time, just to be able to see he played baseball. And so I wish I could see that side of him. And he's, he's always joking around. He's like pieces that I never want on camera. He (laughs) said, but, um, he's, it's cool to just be able to see pieces of that stuff because I, 
he loves y'all's content as well because he relates in the same way. He loves that's what he used to do when he was growing up as well. So it's, that's it's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think when we're that age, we're going to look back and hopefully they, these videos can still exist on YouTube because who knows what will get wiped off the, <laughs> the internet by then. I don't know what, what the case will be, but I sure hope that they'll be there because it'll be really funny to watch them in 20 years from now. Yes. Um, yeah, it'll be really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for you, when you are doing all of, I'm a very organized person when I'm like creating content or thinking about content, you shared a piece of that. Like, how does your mind work when you're sitting here looking at your platform saying, okay, we got to plan this. We got to do this. Is it utter chaos on most days and some days it's really organized or how do you, how do you get through that? Yeah, it, it definitely can be chaos. There's days. I, I think there's some days where I'm pretty much pulling like video stuff yeah. um, out of thin air like 10 minutes before I meet up because yeah. sometimes it's just timing wise sometimes it comes easy sometimes it doesn't yeah. and I'll say like nothing ever goes as planned either like rarely let's say you even like go to any event that there may be you could have yeah. four videos ideas you're like I like to like visually plan yeah. in my head to okay how is this gonna go right like, when are we gonna do this one when are we gonna do that one like how is it gonna work Yep. And so many times that plan gets thrown off. It's because yeah. of there's anything to do with like, maybe the lighting is just horrible. Right. And then you can't film in that spot that you had envisioned being a great spot right. to do it. And that's like, dang it, you can't do that video now. Yeah. So, or uh, it was like, it's going to be super awkward actually, or way more awkward than I thought if we film this year, or it's too loud. Yeah. Now there's a list of things where you kind of have to quickly either change up the video idea I think on the spot yeah um, for it because it like I said it, it really can go as planned yeah. but I like to like you said plan things out like you do um, yeah. think about it just in my head what yeah. what are the options what are we going to be doing first of all and then what kind of content will be I guess easy to create around those things yep. and just there's a lot of I guess factors that could go into it but need a plan that's always yeah. ideal yeah and you guys just recently got to go up and do this stuff with spit and chiclets um and be at this event and you kind of share this a little bit on your platform but you guys have worked with all these different brands and these teams how do you guys approach brand deals and things like that a few different ways i think the the first way we would approach it is just that we look at the brand deal like what brand is it really yeah. that's like the that's like the biggest first stepping Absolutely. stone before um even getting any farther like, what brand is it yeah. um and if it's i guess a brand that we don't think like has anything to do with us um like then we'll just yeah. we know pretty easily that it's someone that we don't want to work with okay um like if it's a brand that we do find some like resemblance yeah. connection with like body armor was with the spit and chiclets yep and it was just yeah we like body armor is body armor. We use body armor. We like the product is upper alley. So then after that, it's more of a, just like a conversation of emails. You usually get on a call with them, um, see what their budget is. And then if that passes too, then we'll 
talk about um, just like the content creation side of things. Nice, nice. And if that course feeds into the last question I just asked you in terms of just what goes through your head too, I'm sure of how to plan all that out and what to do with those brand deals. Yeah, the that and that does depend on some things too. Even if yeah. you want to, it's always nice to know kind of what they're thinking of the campaign yep. before you even. And usually they'll send it like, "This is what we're thinking for the campaign." Right. Um, and I've found that some of them are stricter with, right. "We need you like, like really like, say this, say that. Yep. This is what we're we need for it." Yeah. Um, and some of them are just we just want organic brand yeah. awareness to to this product like yeah. do your thing uh but like overall we don't need you to say anything we just want yeah. to have this thing in the video which is always way easier and it's super nice when that's the case Very cool. so yeah and then there i think there's a lot of different ways you can approach it yeah. if it's a drink you approach it differently if it's a clothing item if it's a drink product if it's yeah. um like we even had to do the discover credit card so and yeah. that was a totally different way to do it yeah i think every product you have to attack a bit differently i want to ask you a few questions about you playing hockey um as part of the hockey guys where did your hockey story kind of start when did you start playing i started playing when i was young just like those other guys would have too we all started when you we were really young probably yeah. four three four years old um so i played in manitoba yeah all my years growing up Nice. Uh, pretty typical hockey path was just you kind of grow up and play in your hometown yeah. and then I played uh, junior hockey as well which is in the MJHL for those that don't know it's just a like junior league in Canada for ages 16 to 20 year olds yep um, so that's where I played and once you're in that league your you're kind of your goal is then to move to college hockey and that's everybody's main goal when they're playing from that 16 to 20 year old year is finding yeah. somewhere to play and go to college hockey after. Yeah. So I played that and then I got to play college hockey in Omaha when nice. I was 19. So I did that for two years, which was um, division one hockey. And then two years of that, I got cut from that team. And then I was like trying to figure out where do I play next, where I play next, what I do. Well, when I was actually in Winkler, like I said previously, I played with Will Blake and Colton Bates. And yeah. that's when I like first met those guys. And I was really good friends with both of them then. And then obviously, like I said, I split off to play in yeah. Omaha. They went to Wisconsin. So when I got cut, I was weighing my options and I knew like they had good things. I took their word for it. Yeah. Wanted to reunite with them as well. So that's kind of why I chose to go to Wisconsin to Very play cool. two years of college with them. Met the guys, obviously. We started yeah. that there. So I guess it was a blessing that I did end up getting cut because wouldn't yeah. be talking to you or sitting here today. So I'm, I'm thankful for it yeah. for sure. And one of those things that happens for a reason kind of thing. Yes, absolutely. Um, who was your favorite hockey player when you were growing up? I had a couple of different ones. I was a defenseman. So probably Eric Carlson was yeah. like the main guy right now. Kale McCarr. I love watching him oh, too. Yeah. So yeah, those any kind of like styles like that. I'm a fan of the little good skaters, smaller D-men, flashy ones yeah. that are really skilled. Very cool. 
don't know about you, but this past Stanley Cup, I was like, Colorado, let's just get this over with. You're sweeping everybody. <laughs> yeah, I actually wanted Tampa to win, but I yeah. didn't. At the end of the day, it wasn't a huge thing. Just it was just because we were in Tampa too. Yeah, I was like, oh, it'd been cool if they would have won while we were there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was watching it. I was like, geez, I was, we were amazed by how they were, Colorado was just skating um, and how like passes just, they knew, they weren't even looking yeah, at it. they were so it. good. It was just uh, impeccable. Where, what makes all of this fun for you guys? Where do you find the most joy in it? Uh, for me personally, it's a good question. Cause I think there's a few different areas where yeah. I get a lot of joy from uh I get a lot of joy from the fact that it's it's something that can like go anywhere yeah. and you're working on it like now but you're working on something that can like it's up to you if it can be I don't know how to explain it but let's say like the best thing ever like you can there's always these different levels to it yeah. so it's almost like a game where you're playing it and the the prize is like ultimately right really awesome like brand like all like all yeah. these things right so that's one thing i think it's really fun just the the challenge of it and the game component to really like doing business and run having your own brand and business yeah. um and then also the enjoyment that it gives people when we're we can make videos i think that was like a big inspiration for me when yeah. i before i started everything i was like watching youtubers yeah. Um, listening to podcasts about creators and I was like, man, like one day I would love just to, like make content that people right. like millions of people would love to see and like have that community where yeah. I'm doing yeah. something and people can watch it Absolutely. and they're getting enjoyment out of it. It was like, that was kind of my dream before I started, I think. And that's why I started YouTube as well. I just wanted to have yeah a community and bring something to people through yeah. um, making content. And yeah yeah that's a big a big part of why it's so fun to do this community is um basically the basis of uh, this podcast my youtube channel like i i always say to everybody i'm like welcome to the family like i i have a crazy family that i show off all the time but it's just one of those that um it's so cool to have the community on there like I have a hockey community that when I do vlogs people will comment their stories and things like that which is so cool to see and I have such an appreciation for it because I'm like I'm not the only hockey fan on here I'm like everybody has their story of their first game or their favorite experience or I have people who are like I've never been to a playoff game before but I'm so excited to go so it's it's cool to have those communities around just yeah. to, to connect with everybody I agree. Yeah, I agree. And when we played, when the guys played college hockey, they're like, cause I was a year out of school when they were playing yeah. this last year. Um, and it just goes back to how fulfilling it was that there was like people that would come and watch them that we like brought friendships together that way. Um, taking photos with them after a game yeah. where it's like, we're playing D3 college hockey. No one in like big picture here really right. cares that much about this small school and Wisconsin right yet like from what we're doing is bringing so much awareness and like people together that way that was like very fulfilling very cool I know I loved you guys did a great job of rounding up all the photos that were taken and just the amount of people um it's cool to see and it's cool that 
uh, you guys brought more hockey fans out, which I have an appreciation for. I feel like the hockey community is somewhat not talked about as much as all the other sports communities, but um, it seems to be growing. And I love that any way that we can to do it is, uh, is makes my heart so happy. Mm-hmm. That's our goal really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite sport to watch. I tell everybody, I'm like, I just love it. And they're like, why? And I'm like, just sit down at a live game and watch mm-hmm. it. It's the coolest thing in the world to watch. Exactly. I agree. What is coming up that you guys, that you want people to know about anything you want people to follow along or stay tuned for? Um, so we are going to be actually like kind of getting together again in Minneapolis. And that's going to be like the big fun thing. I think we're going to have, we will have a lot of things planned for when we're there together and what we're actually going to be doing and having something for people like, what's the, like, you know, always like going back to, it was fun watching us play college hockey because we were these TikTok guys that played college hockey. That's a fun story, right? So like we will be together in uh, the chapter two in, in Minneapolis Nice. And there'll be a good, a good, not everybody, but a good yeah. enough chunk of guys where it's going to make sense still okay. to uh, continue what we're doing. And it'll be fun to follow along. So I can guarantee that it'll be a lot of fun to follow along this next chapter. I'm excited just to kind of kickstart that fun community again that we had when we were playing college yeah. hockey. We've been kind of quiet right now, but we're working on some things so that when we do uh, get back together there, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I hope that you guys next February make your make your way down here to North Carolina for the outdoor game. Yes. For Hurricane. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. We are uh, excited. I'm a season ticket member. So like we get some first grabs at tickets. So I'm like, whoever wants to go, let's go. (laughs) I think we can make that happen. I think we'll definitely try to make that happen because we had talked to uh, Carolina a little bit about heading to uh, one of their games too. So they would be on our, our list. They're such a fun team, right? They're, like one of the funnest teams in the NHL um, to watch. Like they have a lot of like activities and celebrations. So I think they'd be right up our alley to check out. What's cool is it'll um, it's right by our state fairgrounds where this massive state fair rolls in every year. So I'm sure we're going to go full blown on this and um, it's going to be a massive party. So I, I, I can't wait for it. And I hope you guys do come down for it. My last question for you, Lawson, is just what inspires you? You're going to stump me on that. Um, (laughs) What inspires me? Yeah. You're not the the only one that I stump with this one. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you get everybody stumped with this one. I've really, to be honest, never sat to like really, truly think about that. I think, you know, some of it is just, wanting to like I said before the competitiveness like wanting to be successful wanting to you know not like be the best at something or be um known for something right so that is something that I kind of fires me a little bit of like that fear side of the coin um so yeah I think that and just um wanting to truly have a life where I'm doing something that I enjoy doing and not having to do uh, you know, a job that I hate because I enjoy doing this. So I think it inspires yeah. me to keep going because it's what I love to do. And I don't want to lose doing something yeah. that I love because 
if I see that I could possibly do it for um, a long period of time, then I know that if I can do what I do now, yeah. I can possibly make that happen for myself. Yeah. So I think it's a little fear driven of potentially ending up somewhere where I'm not happy doing what I like would do. I resonate with that so much. I work in corporate America for my full-time job, but if I could do this all day right now, and that's what I'm trying to build up right now, this is, this is what I do full-time. And so I'm, you hustle and you work your butt off. So you don't have to sit behind the desk all day long or in an office um, and you can go chase your dreams. So completely and utterly that hit home for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. And this way, yeah, it's what makes, what makes you happy at the end of the day, yeah. whether it is doing that. And there's a lot of gain to, you know, sitting behind the desk and yeah. there's a lot of negatives to doing what, uh, what, I do as well. So it's, yeah. it's oh, yeah, finding that thing that you enjoy doing. Um, but I think too, that I would probably be in your um, footsteps as well. If I had that, like trying to work on that side gig or that side passion yeah. to yeah. Uh, as much as you can. So yeah. I, I totally relate to that too. It's been cool that I've gotten to learn so much in the corporate America world, just in terms of business and business on so many different levels. Um, it's what I went to school for, but just getting peeks into each of these different business avenues, I have a little bit of an understand, like just a peak of an understanding into each of these to be able to say, okay, I'm dangerous with some knowledge, but not, not a ton. And, uh, um, it's, it's definitely helped me on this side as well, just to come out and be like, okay, here's what I need to do in this area to go and make this grow. Um, so it's definitely, I don't take it for granted. And I've, I, the people that I've been connected to have been phenomenal and pointing me in directions. Mm-hmm. The connections are so big in this kind of social media space too. It, it's cool. I love, I love that part of it, how easy it is to yes. um, meet cool people, yeah. like learn from cool people that are also doing yeah. um, things and just how helpful like everyone can be with that. You know, it, it's really awesome. Absolutely. Lawson, I can't thank you enough for being here. If you do not follow this amazing guy, all of his socials will be linked down below as well as the hockey guys. So you can go uh, stay in, in touch with all of them. And uh, like I said, Lawson, I hope you have a great rest of your summer and I uh, can't wait for to see more of your content. Thank you. Yeah, it was amazing talking today. Appreciate it all. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.